Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hello everyone, it's Sally here with Service Accommodation Secrets. I hope you're really well. So it's December and lockdown has finished. Amazingly, well, for England anyway, and Scotland. And so I don't know if you've had any changes. So I was asking in our WhatsApp group community. So some people have got bookings. Um, Linda, well done on your 28 days. Some people have a complete lack. And I know a lot of you in the community are in tier three still. So what I wanted really to share with you today are positive actions that you can take. Because one of the things that can really hamper your SA business, but also really ruin your mindset and set you on a downward spiral, which we really don't want, is to feel like you can't do anything and everything's beyond your control. And I have to admit, I've had some times this week where I felt really irritated about situations. Um, I've had things like Wednesday to Wednesday bookings that people wanted that are not possible because of Monday to Friday bookings. And it's like, I'm sure that's to do with lockdown ending and things like that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of a bit maddening in that way. But we resolve things, we've got bookings fitted in, even though we are moving a couple of guests in mid-stay, they're fine with that because they're going to a two-bed and, you know, you kind of juggle things around. So I hope you're managing to, you know, keep your morale high and get bookings in. And if you're not, here are some things that you can do in terms of both, to be fair. So if you haven't already, follow up with every single guest you've ever had and say that, you know, you hope they're well, things are challenging all around, but you hope they're doing okay and getting through this time. Show some compassion and care. Um, Maybe give them an offer for a stay, even if it's thinking of the new year, if they're contractor type bookings. Um, maybe an incentive to recommend people. So whatever it is, so um, we've offered things like Amazon vouchers in the past and perhaps we'd do something a bit more local now because we're, you know, trying to promote more local produce and things like that. And just get in touch with them and keep doing it. Use something like MailChimp, have people on your list who've opted in obviously so you're within gdpr and just really show that you care about people but also that you're there to help them because remember sa service department short-term lets are filling a great need for people they don't want to stay in hotels it's very difficult to stay in hotels at the moment In tier three, you can only have workers at the moment, but you can stay open for workers. And, you know, if people need to feel a bit more secure, then they can self-isolate and also they'll be reassured by the next thing I'm moving on to. So anyone who heard my interview with Chris Morn last week uh, will have 
heard him talk about trust. So very much um, strength can come from you and support for your guests if you generate this feeling of trust and show that you care about them and how you feel about, you know, making sure they have a great stay, but they are protected, your teams are protected by your cleaning regimes and things like that. So on your website, have trust pages. That's what um, Chris was talking about. So first thing I was saying about is following up with guests. The next thing is attracting guests in the first place. So the next thing after that is going to be about ads, but there's no point in you having ads. And this is what Chris was saying. If you're driving people to a website who then don't convert to bookers, they just leave. So why might they do that? Okay, so they might normally book through Airbnb, Booking.com, Expedia, you know, HomeAway, all the other platforms. And there's a buffer, isn't there, between them and you. So if something goes wrong, they've got somebody they can go to. So the obvious choice for me is to sign up to IPRAC. And I would say that because I'm interviewed Chris and um, we are signed up to IPRAC. But it's a really good way to show guests that you are a real entity and a real business you're not scamming them you have a history they can look you up you can have a link on there to your business um we sent out that link in an email to a guest who just inquired randomly this week and now they're staying paying normal rates um, for a week's stay and i don't know if they would have had we not had that and it's completely direct booking so if you have a place people can go and look you up and they know you're real and what you're about, they can feel a, you know, a rapport building and that's what you're doing. You're creating trust. So you can have your cancellation policy on your website. You can have all about your cleaning regime that's enhanced for COVID. You can have your cancellation policy. You can have all of the things that you do to look after your guests, whether it's early check-in for direct bookings, whether it's, um, you know, if you do do bespoke welcome packs, maybe if you're having leisure guests, if you're in the tiers are allowed, you could have um, a bespoke celebratory welcome pack or something for special occasions, Christmas, that kind of thing. Hopefully longer stay New Year type guests. We don't want just one night for that. But um, so, well, unless you're a party venue, of course, in which case you do want that. So uh, very much about generating that trust and making people feel happy enough that they can just book and deal with you directly. And I know that when um, our kids were young, we booked a lot of villas and things like that with random people we'd never met. So it's not even like booking with a hotel direct. And I just never knew whether it was going to be okay. And luckily it was. But it's the same for people, you know, who book with you. They don't really know. They have that um, excitement, anticipation and probably angst right now of what it's going to be like when they get there. So, you know, when they arrive, you want to fulfill those expectations too. But certainly to get people in the door, it's about making sure your website has all those things. And we're working on ours as well, you know, we're work in progress. So really important because if you've paid a lot of money for a, a campaign whether it's facebook ads or google ads whatever it is you really want those people that are coming to your website to actually book don't you you don't want it just to be all in vain and the other thing that chris was talking about which is really interesting and i, I guess we do it 
quite a lot more, if I'm honest, in our social media content marketing is about destination marketing. So even if somebody's working in an area, if you have a more appealing uh, feel to where you're going, so if you think, oh God, I've got to go and work there, you don't have a choice, so it's not like you're a tourist, but you know that maybe at weekends you're still going to be there because you're away from home working. If you can see what the area has to offer and what that provider, so say you, if you are an SA provider, whatever you've thought about that the guests might need or what you can let them know about, that opens up a whole new world for them of a place they've not been to perhaps or areas they've not been to in that place they've got to go to. So destination marketing is something you can also focus on um, social media, but also on your website and in blog posts as well. So it's something that um, we never used to think about, honestly. Um, you know, like Chris said, people just have pictures of apartments. It's like they could be anywhere. So it really does evoke much more of a feeling of welcome and encouragement to stay and just making people feel like, yeah, I want to book there because they can see their life being better than if it's just the apartment or what else is there. That's only one step on from the four walls of a hotel room, I guess, isn't it? So that's what we're doing. We're providing more of a an experience. And I think more and more with retail as well, but more and more people expect an experience. So if you can evoke the feeling Remember the way that you make people feel is important to help them to decide to buy and to book. If you can evoke more of a feeling, that's really going to help a lot as well. And in terms of ads, okay, so I'm not an expert. This is something I outsource, but I have fiddled about just boosting social media sort of content, like, you know, boosting Facebook posts and things. But people have asked me, who would you target? Who are the people who stayed? Who are the best guests? So who is your ideal kind of guest? And we've transitioned somewhat to contractors. We have contractors week in, week out. Um, we've even had more solid sort of bookings, people trying to come in. Um, but it would mean that our contractors couldn't stay because we had an overlap. This is a thing that was driving me mad um, the other week as well. But, you know, if you've got loyal guests who give you 80% of your bookings and, you know, 20% hassle, whereas the other way around, it could be, and it depends on revenue as well, it's not just occupancy, it could be that you have 20% of guests give you 80% of hassle, which ones do you want? So think about who you want staying, what revenue that's going to generate, what profit that's going to drive for your company. And think about them and who they are. And that is the, the market you want to target, whether it's Facebook, whether it's LinkedIn. So you may want to um, do your own ads, but trade certainly. Um, some people talk about Facebook ads where um, you don't include the area that you're in. So it's people coming into the area. So the area that you're in is actually excluded, but I wouldn't do that because we've got a lot of sites in our town where there are subcontractors, but also a main contractor. And if the main contractor, um, for example, the ones in our area have said, well, really we've got trades and, and companies who are from the area, but our subcontractors might have people coming in from outside. And also they might have a random 
tradesman or company contractor, the subcontractor they need. So I would make sure you include the area that you're in as well because we had a campaign that didn't include Red Hill because it was supposed to be people travelling from elsewhere. I don't really understand it because, as I say, it's not my area. Um, and we got loads of clicks, loads of clicks, not even an inquiry. So <laughs> that didn't work. So <laughs> include your area and just really think about who your ideal client is always for advertising. So even when it's you thinking about what your headline is in LinkedIn, think about who your ideal client is. And, you know, other thing that you can do is get on um, LinkedIn, get involved, get commenting on the essay sector, short state industry, find out what's going on, who you can help. And uh, one person who helps a lot in the industry, Mark Simpson, is doing a five-day challenge next week. So that's a positive thing you can do. Won't take you that much time. If you've never done it before, there'd be a bit of a learning curve. If you have done it before, then you know what to do. Um, you offer a prize. So we did a hamper in the autumn and it just gets a lot of interest in at least just your business Facebook page and potentially you can generate it outside of that on Instagram and LinkedIn as well and drive people in to one place. It's up to you how you run this, but he has a set process and he's been doing this a long time. So I would suggest you look at that and I'll put the link in the comments on the Facebook post that's here. This is in my profile, Sally Kemba, but also it'll be in Service Accommodation Secrets Group as well. So I'll put the link for you. Um, I think there's a couple of days still where you can sign up, but it starts next week. So this is a date specific. So it starts on Monday the 7th of December, as far as I'm aware. And also, finally, thinking about the mindset aspect, it is a very challenging time. If you've got great bookings, then awesome. You'll be chilled. Think ahead to generating more revenue for the new year, getting more clients, expansion, that kind of thing. So don't rest on your laurels. But if you're really struggling, put these things into action. I'll summarize them in a minute. But also think in terms of your mindset, what you really want to be doing in life and what's important to you and what's important in your business and what that will give you. So if you focus on your why and what you can really bring to the planet, think globally, what difference can you make? And it's going to be a lot because we are each individuals who can contribute a huge amount. Don't belittle yourself because we're all really powerful beings and we can really help each other. So if you're struggling, think about how you can help somebody, whether it's a potential client, whether it's a colleague, family member, friend, but certainly in your business, think about your clients as people you can help because you really can and they will really appreciate you caring about them and actually putting yourself in their shoes because they might not want a company let, you know, they might not want six months agreements, they might not want you know, all that kind of commitment and they don't want to set up utilities. So short stay is perfect for people like that, but they don't want to stay in hotels because hotels are very difficult, as you know, in COVID. And also they're very difficult generally. You have to go down to dinner on your own if you're on your own or, you know, they're not even cost effective for companies either. So think about how you can help 
be grateful for what you've got. And if you start thinking about that, that will really drive you to do better in what you're doing because you'll be helping people. It's a different kind of flow. So I really suggest you do that. So just to summarize, first thing is follow up with all your previous guests, all of them, offer them incentives, but also just ask them how they are. Second thing is your website and um, create trust. If you're not in IPRAC, I really strongly recommend you sign up because it's a really good idea to show you are who you are. All about your cleaning and your cancellation policy, how you look after people, what you're about, your whole ethos, share it. And also destination marketing, create an emotion, helps people to book and buy and really love what you do because there's no OTA between you and a direct booker. Do some ads, but outsource it. Oh, what I didn't say is if you've got somebody like a digital marketing agency, go to them. But also you can just go to Fiverr or, or Upworks. I go to Upworks and find people, you know, test them out. I've said this in previous episodes, but see what they can do. And maybe suggest a lower rate and it will be commission-based. So if they get you a great campaign where you get brilliant bookings, they get a certain percentage of that profit. That might be a way to get a really good campaign. So I forgot that bit. And thanks to Pete for that. He suggested that. So yeah, ads, but drive them to a website that's workable, that's going to convert to leads. Do the five-day challenge with Mark if you're not doing much other promotion. Even if you feel you're marketing to the wrong kind of market, I don't think it matters. It generates an awareness and... You know, if you think, well, it's the working market I want, it will generate an awareness and tell people who are your client base what you're doing as well. They are people and they have weekends. They don't just work and help people, share with people, see how you can contribute to things and be grateful for what you do have, which will be a lot. We've got first world problems and some of them might be hefty financial ones, but there are ways to come out of these things. Oh, and final thing, do go on your local government, so your council sites, and see if you can get any kind of help. And I don't know if any of you convert into business rates. That's a whole other thing. But we finally heard that one of ours has converted to business rates that wasn't. So all of these things might feel like they take forever, but just keep going, keep contributing to your community and come from a place of service for your clients and caring about them. We've had guests who are in a really difficult situation this week with um, one of their family members having cancer treatment and we just really cared for them. Most of it was messaging, if I'm honest, because they didn't really want long conversations. But if you're just really gentle with people, give them what they need, you know, linen, laundry, all this and also any other support, but just be there for them. Just be kind to people and they really value it. So I hope you have a great week and I look forward to seeing you next time and I'll put the link in the comments. Okay, take care guys. Sharing the secrets of success.